Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. You know, I was thinking about what we were going to do today. And as we know, we've been living in this scary, scary world. We've been basically about, you know, three, four weeks without a live sporting event in our lives. And I had it all planned out. I had it all mapped out that a good majority of this morning's show was going to be devoted to diving into some all-time Yankee teams, some all-time Met teams. From an individual standpoint, taking the best first baseman, second baseman, shortstop, you name it. We're going to have Mark Keleon later on who's actually got a book on the best New York team that you can put together. So that was like my initial plan for what we were going to do. But I haven't been able to say this all too often when it comes to the other sports. There was a development that broke... And I don't know when exactly it happened. It might have happened at like 10 o'clock at night. It might have happened around midnight. I noticed it right around 1 o'clock when I finished up an episode of Homeland. And oh, by the way, let me just throw this out there. Not to go on too much of a tangent, but hey, I'm allowed, right? I'm in quarantine. I've been locked down for a month. My hair is disheveled. It's all over the place. The only reason, I'll be honest with you folks, the only reason why I'm shaving on a weekly basis is because otherwise my beard will get to a point where I start touching my face. And I don't want to be doing that. They're telling us not to do that. So for the sake of sanity, I am still shaving once a week. I haven't done that recently, but you get my drift. I right now look like I have um, worked my way onto uh, the audition tape for Castaway. Uh, I'm getting there, especially if I let the beard go and the hair, forget it. I I can't imagine. And I actually hope the next time I go on TV... Whenever that may be, that may be months from now for all we know. They allow us to keep our hair in the lockdown state that it's been in because I- I'm going to look like one of the Beatles performing on the roof for Abbey Road or, you know, when they're jamming out to get back and don't let me down. Who knows? My hair might look like George Harrison's and John Lennon's. But anyway, I digress. As I'm doing all this and I'm in the homeland, which is great, highly recommend for all of you. I get the news on Jeff Passan's Twitter. And I got to give Jeff Passan this. He has really emerged as like the Woj of Major League Baseball. It feels like, and Kenny Rosenthal's right there too. Those two guys are kind of in the middle of everything when it comes to breaking stories. And Jeff Passan recently has been all over it. He reports that baseball with the help of some health officials and with the Players Association and the owners, at least for now, 
on board with the idea that baseball is in preliminary tux to get the ball rolling for a potential. And I say this very, very cautiously, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. A potential return. Maybe in late May. Maybe it's in June. But a return not in New York, not in Boston, not in Los Angeles, but a return in Arizona where it would certainly sit as one of the venues within this country that makes sense if you're going to isolate all of the players into a given area. Arizona can do that. Why? Because not only do they have Chase Field where the Arizona Diamondbacks play, but it is the second home of spring training. Spring training, as we know, takes place down in Florida, and it takes place in Arizona. So you have facilities galore that you can try somehow, some way, in order to make this happen. Now, there are a lot of moving parts here. There are a lot of hurdles that are going to need to be overcome in the weeks and the months ahead in order for this plan to go on as scheduled, in order for this plan to go without a hitch. But i tell you this, folks, and I get the sense a good majority of you are going to feel the way I do. We're all hurting right now. We're all hurting emotionally. We're all hurting because of what our healthcare professionals have to go through, what our law enforcement, our firefighters, our sanitation, anybody working, for that matter, that's on the streets, that's you know putting their life on the line on a day-in and day-out basis, we feel for them right now. There are a lot of people hurting economically. This country is in a position that is unprecedented in so many different ways. I'm looking for good news any which way I can. And maybe this is going to blow up in baseball's face. And maybe this is going to be an idea that's not feasible. It's not practical. There's no way. There's no how. But I don't know about you guys. I'm kind of searching for hope. And if I read in a report that they're talking to health officials and that you got the owners and the players association all trying to work together, all trying to make this happen, You got to be rooting for it. I mean, am I right or am I wrong? How in the world could you sit there and tell me you're not rooting for it? Because we need that sort of distraction. Even if it's in Arizona. Even if it's in front of nobody in Arizona. And I get it. It goes beyond just testing players. You're going to broadcast these games. How are you testing the broadcasters? You're putting these players in, let's say, one isolated hotel, if that's what they're going to do. I don't know how they pull this off or in a compound of some sort. You got to make sure you're testing people there. You got to make sure you're testing bus drivers. There are so many different elements of this that will make it tough to deal with. That's why you saw China was going to start their professional leagues back up, what, about a week ago? They had a setback. They had to say, no, we can't do this anymore. But to see that that initial plan is in place and that baseball, at least for now, is starting to put the wheels in motion of maybe, just maybe, 
trying to orchestrate a 2020 season? I hope and I pray somehow, some way it happens. Because I think that distraction, whether it's games throughout the day in Arizona, maybe noon at 4, at 7, at 10, whatever it may be, it'll be welcome for a lot of people on the front lines who, when they come home, they need something to watch. For people who are stuck in their homes, they need something to watch. And we know there are a whole lot of people, not just here in New York City, but across the 50 states, that love that distraction, that love that pure joy of what sports can provide. It's got to be feasible. It's got to be practical. But you hear some of the suggestions to the potential rules that could be in the place. Folks, know this. It'll be one of the more bizarre experiences you will ever have in in watching a professional sport if baseball is able to pull this off. These are just a few of the ideas that are being thrown out there, and they're all in the Jeff Passan article. Number one, how about the idea that you could have players, right, not in a dugout, where you could have players in an empty stadium spread out when they are sitting and watching the game six feet from each other all across the stadium. Now, I know that will be a jarring sight for many of you. But it follows the social distancing that we're all trying to do right now. Then you get to another element. No mound visits from the catcher or the pitching coach. Meaning, you got Steven Matz, Jay Happ in some trouble. Gary Sanchez, Wilson Ramos, they're running out there. You don't got to worry about a mound visit. Matt Blake is not going to be going out there trying to give him a pep talk. Neither is Jeremy Hefner. So it looks like if baseball is played, that would be out. Now, this is one that I'm sure is going to please a certain quotient of our audience. I also think this next bullet point I'm going to give you is going to tick off a whole lot of our audience. This plan does not advise an umpire being directly behind the back of a catcher. So, what exactly would they do? They would implement something that many of you have called for for a long, long time. An electronic strike zone to allow the plate umpire to maintain the sufficient distance from the catcher and the batter. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if all of this brings about a change within baseball that I and many others have actually been wanting? I got to a point where, you know, four or five years ago, I was like, the idea of robotic umpires is never going to happen. I don't know why it's being discussed. I don't know why people would even bring it up. Now, a year ago, two years ago, the umpiring of baseball has just gotten so bad. So many calls have been blown. I said, the hell with it. Give me some form of a universal strike zone that I know is going to be accurate game after game after game. Well, for those like me who have been wanting that to come true, we might be getting our wish. All this is weird. Let's call it like it is. Electronic strike zone. Then another element that is going to bother some people. Seven-inning doubleheaders. Because baseball is hoping and dreaming 
that they can play as many games as possible. Are they getting 162 games in? No chance. There's not a way in the world they're going to draw up a plan where 162 baseball games are played. But you go with seven-inning doubleheaders, and all of a sudden that start date gets bumped up to what they are trying to talk about, which is sometime in late May, baseball would get their wish. I'd still be very, very careful when they're throwing a timeline like May out there. Because as we know with baseball, it goes beyond just getting everybody back in Arizona. There's going to be that training period where guys got to build their bodies up. Pitchers got to build themselves up. Hitters got to get themselves in shape. Everybody's kind of got to get adjusted to their new surroundings. But this set of guidelines that has been put into place, according to this passing report, I would look at it for the rest of this year as maybe a potential guideline for how things are going to go when sports comes back, at least for the next few months. Any hope that you're getting sports is going to require something as radical, something as crazy as what is in this story. And for all of this work baseball may be doing, and I don't deny the fact that they're sitting and talking to people on a day-in and day-out basis. The owners are together. The Players Association is together. They have medical people involved. They're talking to the CDC. You know that Manfred and all the other commissioners were in a conference call with the president. So they are very much in tune to how they should try to go about things. This might be the best we can get. And listen, I tweeted this. Somebody had uh, mentioned it to me when I shared the passing article. I was going back and forth with a few people on Twitter. I'm telling you, folks, of course, number one, the safety and the well-being of everybody and making sure there are enough tests for people who are sick, making sure there are enough tests for our medical people is obviously the number one priority. Nobody would deny that. Nobody would argue that. But once you get past that, you could, in a fantasy world, take all these players and put them on Mars. Find a way to televise the games, I'm in. I know you guys are in. Because it's what we do. We need the outlet when it's possible. You can't force it. It's got to be safe for the players, for the umpires, for the people that they're going to be putting up in a hotel. Today is not a day to celebrate. No. No, 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 no. Look at China as an example. Today is a day for hope, though. And I don't know about you guys. We've had so many bad days over these last few weeks and over this last month. We're going to have more bad days in the weeks and the months to come. Maybe I'm getting sucked in. Maybe I'm a flat-out sucker. Maybe this is not feasible. But you know what? I'm going to dare to dream. I'm going to hope and pray. Like I've been praying for our medical people on a day-in and day-out basis. I'm praying for anybody who's out there on the front lines. How could you not be? Today I'm on my run and it's 7 o'clock and my neighborhood in Brooklyn is yelling, screaming, cheering. It was great. Very un-Brooklyn. 
But it was a surreal scene as I was going for my run. It was great. I mean, I'm running, I'm huffing and puffing, and I'm like clapping. Like I'm running, you know, the last leg of a marathon. Too bad that'll never happen. Not in my life. I got a long way to go before I'm getting ready to run 26 miles. I'm ready to run a 5K, though. I feel good about that. But people are looking for something to feel good about. If this is feasible, if this is possible, give me that hope. Because me, like many others across our country and here in this city, we want a reason to smile once again. And the game of baseball, whether it's played in front of nobody, whether players are sitting in the stands, social distancing, whether we have an electronic strike zone, whether we have seven-inning doubleheaders, I'll take all of it. The good, the bad, the stuff I like, the stuff I don't like. If it means we get the games back. Because the games are what we do. The games are what we love. And that power of healing is real. Even if it's in an empty stadium, you're telling me, sitting there in mid-late June, God willing, having the Yankees and the Mets the L-bouts not going to be good for your soul? No matter how they're playing, mark my words, it'll be good for the soul. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.